Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome once again to your favorite podcast. It's the No Class Podcast. With your host, Eddie. And Matt. Well, it's been a bit since we've podcasted. Whew. Life just keeps rolling along. Yeah, like tornadoes and shit. Yeah. So that one is directed at me because right where we're sitting at, and actually we would have been podcasting when it happened last time. Yeah. We had a tree crash down in my backyard. It's a mother. So it scraped the back of my house, but it did not actually land in the house, unlike some of my other neighbors. They had full penetration. Exactly. So I think my neighbor across the way actually said it was a bathroom and a bedroom that got hit. Yeah. Yeah, just, he just had water pouring in. Yeah, that, that guy bless him. I know uh, driving to lunch and back, we saw numerous houses that had tarps over their roofs, garages. What I liked was the trees that are completely uprooted. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. So, moving along, we haven't had a podcast since Red River RPG Con to fill you guys in on that. Yeah, Red River was a lot of fun. I think everybody had a good time that attended, the few. You know, I would probably say, out of all the cons that we've held and hosted, that was probably the best overall experience for me. What? I had a good time. I, maybe I'm getting used to riding the table. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there was so much crap in the beginning that everything was gold after that. Yeah, kind of the set the bar. And, and honestly, you weren't running in every slot. That exactly. Might, that's made a part huge of it difference. Yeah, it's like all the time we talk about, we, we, we take a page from Mike and Doug who do NTRPG, which is coming up. We're excited for that. In the second weekend of June, I think it is. The yeah. first Thursday. Yeah. And so we always know it's like, those guys never run games. Yeah, they're busy running a damn con, and that's enough mischief right there. When we first started, we really had to put it on our back, though, where it was like, we're going to do the thing, and we're going to run in every slot. Hooray. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love to run games. I can't speak for Eddie, but I, I really enjoy running games. Um, don't but, speak for me. But, yeah, definitely a whole weekend of just nonstop running games. It, it's kind of exhausting. For sure. And running the riding the table, being the administrative part of this or whatever, there's stuff going on even with a con as little as ours yeah i mean there's putting out fires here and there absolutely and especially when you run such a high energy game like i do i wouldn't know about that luckily <laughs> i try to keep mine as laid back as possible right on. maybe you can catch a little nap in there <laughs> <laughs> nap con 2019 you never know so is well let me rephrase it back to this the last time we did this it was a very much a mystery of what would happen with Red River RPG going forward. And if we got enough support, it would continue on. And if it did not get enough support, it would die on the vine. So you want to fill us in, Matt? Well, yes. Um, as you pointed out so astutely before, uh, Red River, its page on Facebook has more likes than LongCon does. But yet it doesn't have but one half to one third the attendance. Um uh, our vendors did well, our players had fun, our gyms had fun, but just a low response turnout, um, along with other factors, is we have decided there will not be any more Red River RPG Con. We will now be doing a second Long Con instead. Which will be known as the Long Con Spring Roll. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it will be known as Long Con Spring For, until, until we, we get a better think name. Think a better name. By all means, send those names in, those ideas. Well, I'm sure there's something very creative will come from Robert. You know. Now, speaking of spring, I like to spring things on Matt while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> Keep it fresh. So one of the things is if we're doing two cons a year in the same location, how do we make it different? Board games. Board games. That's it. Yeah. It's something to think about that maybe long con spring will include no promises made, but maybe we'll put in the board game thing or something so that there's some little bit of difference. And the five of you that listen, by all means, sound off. Tell us if you have some great ideas, how we can differentiate the two cons, something interesting. You know, there's no bad ideas. There's no stupid ideas, just stupid people. Right on. So back to Red River, uh, we didn't want to go too far into specifics on it, bog you down with the details, but just for your information, official numbers sort of thing, the last long con, our official numbers were 100. We had to turn people away. And our last Red River Con, our official number of pre-sales was about 50. We actually sold more than people attended. Um, so, I mean, we sold some tickets. But as far as actual attendees between illness or Aunt Tilly got the gout, the, the well ran dry, you know, the dam broke, whatever. We only had 50-ish people yeah, attend. Because out of those 50... I would say probably 10 people had contacted us and said, can't make it because of X. Yeah. And, uh, but for the folks that did show, they were exuberant. We had a good time and we appreciate them. You know, uh, they're the ones that wanted to endorse a con in the Shreveport Bossier area. So maybe one of the questions you're asking yourself is why is there still two cons? Is there a demand for two cons? Will that remains to be seen? We got asked, by so many people not to end Red River though. Yeah. And we said we can keep it going, but we may not keep it going here and that didn't seem to be a problem. Yeah. People really wanted an April time con as well. Yeah, I mean there were some people that were definitely uh you know, yeah, grabbed us by the lapels and said you've got to keep doing this and it like, well, yeah. Yeah, I hate to say there were almost people on the verge of tears talking to us, but yeah. that's really how it was. Yeah, but I mean, that for those, I mean, probably people listen to this understand it, but for anybody that doesn't, cons are just a lot of fun. And I guess it's one of those things until you've went to one and done it, you just don't know it, but they're just a, a ton of fun, you know? Yeah, and I'm always proud when somebody comes up and says, this was my first con and it was great. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'll toot that horn, you know, like our very first con, Eddie did a lot of work. And we had a couple of guys that had been to a lot of gaming conventions that were astonished that this was our first con. But that's one of those things that um, Eddie's a perfectionist and, you know, I might have a touch of that. And uh, we want it to go smooth. We want it to be right. We want everybody to have a good time. Um, we want it to be stress-free. And so we, we take on all the stress so you don't have to. Yeah, you can say that one for sure. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, Red River, we had fun and we love everybody, but just for a lot of different factors, like that location, what a debacle. Do we want to let them in? Yeah, I would get specific about that. Oh, so I got to lead out with this one. We well, maybe not specific, specific, but the short version of the story is what I mean. Well, I would know what a short story is, but <laughs> we got there 
and uh, we're unpacking and Eddie kind of heads in first and the guy that I don't know owner operator is in the the venue space with his uh, uh, guys uh, and they're hastily putting things together because I think they completely forgot us okay strike one and I'm going to get an armload of stuff and Eddie comes blaring blazing out he's like hey hey you know uh, this guy's trying to bamboozle us on the space and the price and uh, so I we put our heads together and I dispatched Eddie to go to this other nearby hotel to see if we could acquire space there. We we're scrambling. And I went in there and, and had a rather passionate discussion with this gentleman about, <clears throat> you know, fair play and our contract or whatever. And he saw the light. And, uh, so there was that. So, I mean, right off the bat, we're having to fight with these. That people. was awful. That was the, I guess, worst con experience we've had so far. Oh yeah. Uh, but I mean, there were things like there was no woman's bathroom. I mean, for our, our beloved female con attendees had to literally go a country mile to use a bathroom. Um, the restaurant, people got like uh, salads with raw chicken. Raw chicken. I mean, just one thing after another. And so, God bless. Yeah, we knew that venue space was not going to be viable for, you know. Never again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because I think at Red River 1, we had it in the same spot. For Red River 1, it was fine. But over yeah. that year, it had really deteriorated a lot, even the event space. Yeah, I have really bad allergies. And, and uh, the mildew in there was, you could smell it. I mean, it was, and my eyes were burning all weekend long. Um, anyway, yeah, that place is just, it's bad. And God bless, we, we begged people, we threatened, we warned, we cajoled, we posted over and over, don't get rooms there. And of course... People got rooms there and then came to us with horror stories of how bad the rooms were. And we're like, well, yeah, you know. There was always something awful going on with the hotel itself the whole time. Every time I would have to go up to the desk and try and talk to them about something, there'd be some other customer in line that was complaining about something that you're like, any other hotel in the world, this would not happen. And you'd get completely comped or something like that. They'd be terrified and horrified that this had happened, but not these guys. That was par for the course. And they were still charging people. <laughs> they were rather blase about it. Like, Oh yeah. They yeah. knew, they knew that's how they made their money. It, I think they kind of hoped for cancellations. Like you'll come up and you'll see the room and you'll cancel out your reservation, but we've already got you for the one night. So we won. Yeah, there were people that tried to come back and cancel the reservations. They're like, nope, we you, we don't allow cancellations or won't honor them. Really, class act. Um, yeah, while we're uh, spreading the gossip here, the female bathroom, we had heard that that was one of the employees there that was a disgruntled employee and destroyed that bathroom on the way destroyed out. Destroyed it. I mean, you know, did thousands of dollars worth of damage. But, like, we had to pull our own trash. We only got water one time. Um, until we started doing that, doing that ourselves. And like I said, we had to go find the ice and water and boy, what an insight going into that kitchen. It disturbs me that they serve food out of that kitchen. It, I don't want to go into details, but yeah. Anyway, I'm just glad that Nick, all our con attendees didn't come back later on the internet and go, we all got, you know, explosive diarrhea. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I don't think that there were many people eating at that restaurant. Luckily though. Yeah. But I mean, just, I don't know. Well, that kind of also brings up, we had a food vendor. Yeah, absolutely. And that, which was Shreveport Shaved Ice. Yeah, and that was fun. We, we, they, were, they were good. Yeah, that was a good time. I liked it. <laughs> you know, I, well, just, I drank so many of those Blue Oceans. 
that you left a blue ocean behind. <laughs> it's pretty much it. It had certain ill effects, a little too much blue dye in the system. But anyway, but no, it was good. We, we, we enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, we had a good time. It wasn't about like the venue sucked. Uh, or like, yeah, the, the, the ceiling in the hallway collapsed and water was leaking out of it. And I mean, just, we were lucky. We got lucky on this, but one I think that the, we avoided the attendees had fun and they kind of looked past the rough edges of that sort of thing. As far as the con part of it, we had, a, I guess it had, uh, we sold a lot of fun stuff. People were generous with the raffle because you know, the raffle is about helping us offset our costs. So, I mean, people, people saw the big picture. Did you say something about Herman Miller? Oh yeah, Herman Miller, who we just love Herman. He's a great guy. He won the big prize. He got the big dragon. Man, he did a little jig when he won that dragon. He was so excited. Look on it like a kid at Christmas. But I'll have to uh make a tag for this when I post this on our Facebook or whatever and say, Hey, why don't you put up a picture of that once it's painted? Oh yeah. That'd be pretty cool to see. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, 'cause our our good friend at Dragon Slayer Miniatures, he does great uh painting you know and he didn't even pay for that plug he sure he didn't yet he will in the long run he better but anyway so i guess next thing is uh, coming up here in about 23 days is it 16 days i don't know ntrpg north texas rpg con over in dallas which as i always say if you can go to just one con this year go to long con <laughs> go to ntrpg if you can go to two yeah then come to long con but in all seriousness this will be our 7th 8th year they're on 11 so yeah. i think maybe it's 7 8 8 but yeah we've been to quite a few of their cons it's a lot of fun it's a good time Doug and Mike put on a great con that's who we've kind of that's been an inspiration for us and uh, always a good time, fun con. Look forward to it. Yeah, that's definitely what these cons spun out of. Oh yeah, I like to think of us as their little bastard children, even if they don't. Yeah, if if for any reason you wanted to felt you wanted to thank somebody for what we're doing beyond us, thank them. They yeah, but thank us. us first. Yes, definitely come and give us a firm handshake. You know, but buy the me a drink. That- I'll give NTRPG is they have all the special guests so we don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. The first time we went, that's, that's really what drew us in was like, Oh my gosh, we'll get to meet all these people that I played these role-playing games. They wrote when I was a kid and, or the terrific art. Oh yeah, that too. And just so inspiring and to, and to meet them and shake their hands and thank them for their contributions to gaming. And to a lot of fun in my lifetime was awesome. But once you do that once, you're that's I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fun taking a lot of the stuff I have and having them sign it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to meet Jim Ward. Thank goodness. Well, we got to play games with him in Lake Geneva, and I'm glad we got to play with Ernie. You know. Which that also spun out of NTRPG and us going and yeah. making buds. Yeah, Doug was really generous and and invited us on that trip. I'm glad he did. But yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Where do we go now? Uh, 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 what, what's the what's the what's the minute count here? Um, we're still good on that. The other thing I was going to talk about with Red River, without mm-hmm. going too far inside, is that there almost was a Red River three or a Red River offshoot. We almost handed off the title. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, 
this is just what we do for you guys because we love you so much that there could have been yet another RPG con. But after they had uh, thought about it, that was something they didn't want to take. And I think probably for us, that's a little bit better instead of trying to put three into the schedule and then seeing if they had got the support to turn out from Shreveport as well. I mean, if they had picked it up and they turned into this amazing success, I would have been happy because that's another con close by that I can attend and support, support, and, uh, you know, have a lot of fun, whatever. But I just, for whatever reason, the the chemistry's not right for Shreveport Bossier, I think, to support a gaming con. I'll, I'll say it that way tactfully. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, it's kind of like obvious for us to say well what could you do different that would make somebody jump in we did everything there was to do there's i mean if you just had unlimited money to pour on it yeah you could make something happen i think but if you want to lose substantial amounts exactly exactly if you just had money to throw away yeah but that would be it yeah and no offense but why would you throw a bunch of money away on people that don't seem to appreciate it oh my yeah. Oh, did I say that? But just keep in mind, dear listener, that's not you. If you're listening, if you're this, listening, you're not part of the problem. You're part of the solution. And we'll be happy to see you at our two long cons a year. Absolutely. And I'm. I won't lie. I am so excited for Long Con Three. It's gotten bigger and better and bolder every time, and that's because of you. And uh, and I'm just really excited. We're in some new digs that are really amazing. I cannot say enough good things about these. It's going to be night and day compared to Red River. If you came out to Red River and saw the lowest of the lows for hotels, <laughs> we're getting to the highest of the highs with the Hilton here. This is put your pinky out stuff. It's swanky. And I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast already, but we're talking about a specific custom food menu and drink menu. Yeah, it'll be neat, and we're, we'll have someone like coming to the table to take an order and delivering food, that sort of thing, which will be nice. A dedicated serving person, yeah, uh, which is great, and like an you know a menu of sorts. Plus, well, that's the thing is for lunch. Now for dinner, they have a restaurant that has, mm-hmm. and they've got this guy's like a five star chef. I mean, it's really good food and a full bar, right? A full bar. I mean, and the a really cool pool that has an indoor pool indoor that has like a waterfall and a lazy river i mean a lazy river a lazy river now i mean no one in this camp's lazy but we can appreciate a lazy river yeah i've actually told a few people about that and they're like what there are people that actually will rent rooms because it's not like longview has a water park and the, but they'll get a room for the hotel take their kids to the the indoor pool because you can enjoy that in the cold of winter the heat of summer you know I mean, it's indoor. That's awesome. And they have a nice gym, too. Anyway, sound like I'm trying to sell the Hilton Garden Inn and Suites. And what's that address again? Well, it's on Hawkins Parkway, right there by the Sonic, on the corner of 4th and uh, Hawkins. With the friendliest staff around. No, really. I know a lot of those people, and they're just amazing individuals. And like I said, that's why half the reason I'm so excited. We're going to have room, ample room for a lot of vendors. And oh, yeah. I think we're going to have a lot of interesting, a lot of the people you've already seen that were great. And then maybe some new, you know, some new blood. That'll be cool. And uh, man, yeah. Uh, when I went to the Dragon's Lair in Shreveport just yesterday, someone came to me and was astonished. They said, good Lord, at the sheer number of games that have already been posted and the variety of games. And I said, yeah, I know. It's awesome. And there's more coming. For some reason, Long Con 3 has caught fire. Yeah. 
I don't know exactly what it needed to hit that point. If hit that breakover point. Because as we've always said, the best advertising we can get is word of mouth. You tell somebody, they tell somebody, that's how it really build, builds. We could do all these Facebook ads. We can throw posters up that people don't look at. You telling a friend is what's all about. And so the word's out now. Oh, yeah. And it's, like I've always said, like if that one guy will show up and, or gal, head back to their game table and, you know, oh, man, this con is so cool and help people understand how what makes con special, that's when more people from that table, you know, come. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that always turned us on about cons was it's a chance to get to play with your GM because somebody in your group is always having a run and you never get to play with that person on the table. This is your chance to relax and let somebody else run the game. Yeah, I've encouraged those guys who are chronic GMs like, hey, don't don't sign up to run one game. Just come play. But don't get me wrong. I love when people want to run a game here and there, you know. For sure. With If nobody ran a game, we couldn't do the con. Yeah, it wouldn't work. But uh, definitely, like, you know, we're cutting back, but we're still running games because – we want to. We want to, yeah, but not just in every slot. That's that's why Robert Kilsey yep. is a beast, man. That guy is a is a game running machine. Every, his games are well received. It's the, he runs a really good game. They're good adventures, and uh, and for anybody that's played in his games, they're a lot of fun. But uh, he tells me that he's going to run a. He's going to He's he's got all new games this year. So if you're like, well, I've played his games, they're fun, but I've you know it's played out. He's going to have all new material, so that's pretty cool. Um, he just runs a great game. we got a lot of good game masters, don't get me wrong. Uh, James Ward runs a really good Call of Cthulhu. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some of our ones that run just a ton of games. Uh, T.J. Robichaud. And Robert Ojeda. He runs a really – he runs interesting stuff like uh, – stuff that's kind of off the beaten path like uh, Kids on Bikes. Um which is what I like about cons is something other than D and D masks. Really. Yeah, that's I, I sound like a broken record, but I always tell people go outside your comfort zone, play something different. You'll be pleasantly surprised. You might find you have a new favorite. You yeah, know? to me, it's kind of like going to the con is like going to the foreign country, mm-hmm. and then having McDonald's yeah, if you just play D and D. Yeah, it's kind of like in, why don't you embrace the different and the, the strange here, the stuff that you're not going to find because you're always going to find a game of D and D. That's a brilliant analogy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty brilliant. And well, you know, you and have, humble. You have your moments, but anyway, uh, but yeah, try something different. Try something new. You know, run a game, whatever. Some people are like, oh, I don't know if I could run it. A con, dude. People are so receptive. They're just tickled. You know, run a game. Absolutely, of whatever. You know. Yeah, but there's going to be a really good variety of games. Well, piggybacking off of that, our GMs aren't aren't just doing this for a free room or a free trip to Gen Con sort of thing. Our GMs also paid; they're in a badge holders just like you. Yeah. So they're doing it for the love of the game. Yeah, give them give them your love. So I haven't heard anything about oh that GM was just you know phoning it in like you hear at some of the bigger cons. No, I've never heard anybody have anything. Negative. Well, that's the other thing. Like, like you said, just run a game because I haven't heard anything negative about any of the GMs either. Now, I mean, not to be petty or tacky, but it's like I've heard about people at Gen Con, like the exactly. big cons, where yeah, some guy will show up late, leave early, was hungover. You know, they don't be that person. You know, 
because uh, I'm not bashful. We're, we're going to have a talk if you do that. But other than that, I mean, that's as you can see, that's obvious crappiness. But no, if you're you're just having a little bit of nerves, you're skittish or whatever, man. People people are cool. People will appreciate you running, and they're gonna they're gonna give you a certain amount of leeway. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. And while we're talking about some of our power GMs and Dungeons and Dragons, we've got Laurel and Story who will be running a bunch of Adventures League. Adventures League is a lot of fun. We'll be doing another interactive. Really? It's going to be another epic? Uh, Yeah, there'll be maybe two. Two? That's insane. But if there's only one, you'll probably get the other one at Long Con Spring. Ah, brilliant. Yeah, but we we do need to find a way to give them their own separate little twists. Absolutely. Would be neat if, well, anyway, if they could have their own, we could have our own thing like it's long gone, written, you know, unique. That's somewhere down the uh, road. Yeah. Because the first one that springs to mind for me is Game Hole Publishing. Yeah. Another fine convention. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about dusting off, like if I do a a pickup game or an off uh, schedule, like dusting off like Caverns of the Dead God, something I haven't run in a long time. Yeah. Be fun. Because, you know, because if I'm going to be involved, there's going to be DCC, MCC, Crawling Under a Broken Moon. Dark Trails. Dark Trails. Oh, yeah. They're really exciting. Those rules are, are being kickstarted soon. And uh, it's funny. It's Weird West. It's like Cthulhu meets Spaghetti Westerns. And I'm looking forward to, there's already a number of written adventures for that. In fact, we're going to be playing with David Beatty of Dark Trails at NTRPG. We're playing Blood and the Whiskey. That is something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, me too. It'll be fun. Plus, we don't get that many chances to game together. So. Exactly. Yeah, that'll be nice. Um, you know what? If we can, I'd love to try to do some more gaming with uh, Doc and his bunch out of Bozier. I had fun gaming with them at the con. Yeah, I just don't see that happening. Those guys are really busy. and Yeah, they've got their own thing. They're having to drive people away from their regular table. I know you're talking really? about doing something special, but, yeah. oh, yeah, I think their home group is always too big, and it's kind of, wow. I was talking to uh, Garrett the other day, and he was saying somebody, it's like the uh, National Guard or whatever. It's like somebody's got to die for you to get promoted <laughs> in. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I mean, then they're doing something right, so, yeah. But I know running a game for Doc and uh, and other people or whatever from Scott, their group, Scott. I'm trying yeah. to think, was it Christopher that was in that one with you or no? Hey, Christopher, to... but he's not part of their group, nah, is he? I don't he? think yeah. so. But that was a new friend that we made, and I think he's from the Texas side too. Yeah, he's from over here close by. I was like, what the? Yeah, yeah I don't know how we find more of our Texas folks over in Shreveport sometimes. But but... That, like Alan McCoy, he's from Texas. Yep. I thought he was from over that part of the world. So it's no. ironic that we, we met Texas players in our Shreveport, or Louisiana. And we yeah. get more Shreveporters at Long Con than we would get at Red River. But, you know, and I hate to tell this on myself, you know, one of the things that I think originally had you kind of needling at me to, to for us to do a con was you were like, you've helped run a con before, the old mm-hmm. Brocons. We run Brocon in 2005, 6, and 7. But the other day I really sat down and started thinking back, and actually there were very few locals at them. There were people that would come in from – I mean, it's far flung places like Michigan. Uh, we had people from all over the yeomanry. Remember, the yeomanry was Living Alabama. Greyhawk. Yeah, Living Greyhawk. It was Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas. Seems like I'm forgetting something. But I mean, yeah. So you figure we had people coming from like Alabama, Mississippi, you know, and we had a lot of Texans coming over because they could play yeomanry mods that they can't normally play. So we'd get a lot of, we half the people were Texans. So now that I think about it, there really weren't that many locals supporting Brocon. 
which was in Tree Bozier. You know? But that's one of the other ones I guess we kind of have to be a spiritual successor of. With uh, NTRPG is the one that really spun us off, but I know Brocon, in a way, had a lot of influence on us, and especially you. Oh, yeah, I learned a lot of things about running a con there. Yeah, if you'd never done Brocon, I don't know if we would have had the confidence to move on. I wouldn't have had the, the chutzpah, the moxie. Because it's extremely difficult to run your own con, don't try. Yeah, exactly. I love somebody at Red River's like, oh, I could do this, and I just laughed and laughed, and I was like, good luck with that, son. Yeah, if you want to do it for no money, that's the thing. you got to have the love of the game. Yeah, that, that's us. I mean, I've grown up playing board games, role-playing games, whatever. I love games and gaming, and I know, I know you do too. And so, and it's kind of giving back and blah, blah, blah. But um, Well, the most fun I have is when I do like a road crew game for uh, Goodman Games, DCC, MCC, or something like or a pickup game at uh, Geek World, and somebody says, Thanks. This was my first game ever, and I loved it. Yeah, you ran for a father and son, or, or I mean, a dad, a dad and its daughter, and maybe the daughter's friend. And I know that was you. Just thought that was that was awesome. Yeah, if you can get somebody into the hobby, man, that's just the creme de la creme. I mean, you were like so tickled with the experience. You gave them some dice or something. Yeah, I bought them some. I bought them their first set of dice. Yeah, to see, and that, but yeah, I mean, how good does that feel? You helped usher them into. It might be a very fulfilling hobby and then a way for that father-daughter interaction or whatever, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm envious. I w- I've tried to get my kids to game, and it's just they, nah, they no want to play handheld games. Not their interest, but I wish that's something I could share the hobby with them. Yeah, so anyway. Well, before we completely get off of uh, the Red River. <laughs> you keep coming back to it. Well, I have to. We didn't talk about Frog God Games. Oh, well, and that's, yeah, we were remiss. So, talking about people that were very passionate with this or grabbing my lapels, I mean, this the story's kind of funny, not funny. So, we were planning on kind of dropping the bomb at the end of the raffle at Red River, and so we were literally... Which would be about Saturday at 7. Yeah, so we're down to the wire. Eddie's coming to me going, hey, come on, let's get in character. You know, we've eaten. We're, let's grab the prize table, drag it in there, start spinning the tickets, and we're just fixing to do that. And so I leaned back away to do something. And one, and Mike with Frog God had grabbed Eddie. Like, you know, well, then Eddie goes, eh, eh, you got to hear this. You got to stop what you're doing right now. You don't have to talk me into doing another con. And it's, yeah. for me, the cons are my babies. Mm-hmm. For having to try and put a bullet in one of them's head, take old yeller out back. I hate it. I hate it. Because <laughs> it's like any idea that I've ever had yeah. is, a, is a great idea, of course, <laughs> and my, in my mind. So... I, I don't want either of those to ever go away, but yeah. I'm willing to accept reality. So here's Bad Mike leaning across the table, and he goes, hey, this one tells me that you guys are thinking about, you know. Well, we're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. And I looked at him and with my, you know, my look and went, hey, yeah. And he goes, you can't do that. you you, you got to keep doing it. And I said, well, I ain't got to do nothing. You know, whatever. <laughs> He's like, no, no, you understand. You understand. And I don't know if I should mention figures. I wouldn't go specific just because. Yeah, but. Yeah. Catch us per- privately, and we will. But yeah, but they made a significant amount of money only being at their table half the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking on them, but anyway, so they had a really good time, and they made some money. So they're like, "You need to keep doing this," you know. So that's kind of one of the many reasons why we're like, "Well, you know, are you are you tied to to Treeport Bozier? Are you tied to the timing?" And they're like, "Well, no, it's really more about the timing." So we're like, "Well, here's a happy compromise, maybe," you know. So. 
So we're picking up a sponsorship from them. Which yeah. Again, I won't go into specifics here, but because yeah. hopefully we'll hold them up for some more at the last minute, yeah, like the uh, hotel tried to do to us. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna offset some costs. Uh, they're gonna run some games. They're gonna help promote us. That was what I heard. Yeah, probably some products for the oh, raffle. They've given us a significant amount of product already for raffle. I mean, they were incredibly generous. I cannot say. Yeah, thank you, Frog God Games, and they're just really nice guys. You know, I've I've known we've known Bad Mike sorta. I mean, we went to the con early on. Well, Zach, I think, is one of the first people that I gamed with at NTRPG. Yeah, back, way back when. But so we like Zach. He's a great guy. He's a lot of fun. We like Mike. You know, we've got to know him through the last few years better, and we got to meet uh, Bill Webb, and we met uh, Pex. Yeah, which is. John Barnhouse, I think. I think so. And he was really cool. I like him too. I mean, they're, they're just all a great bunch, much fun bunch of guys. And so I, I could think of worse people to be in cahoots with, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So a little bit of a two way street there would helping them out and they're helping us out. And that's why there is a spring con. Yeah. If you like the idea of two long cons, you can thank fraud God games. I'll put that out there. Yeah, for sure. Cause yeah. we, I don't think that's something we would have done. We would have hated, for Red River to go away, but I don't think we would have continued on with two conventions. And we'll see how that goes over. Yeah, and I know people have had the clever idea, but again, give us some credit. You know, a lot of the things that people not keep the suggestions coming by all means, but some of those are things that yeah we've already thought of and vetted. And people are, why don't you do one in Tyler? Well, we're not ruling it out. Yeah, we're not ruling it out. But you know, for now, we're gonna let's see how two cons go. Within this neck of the woods, you know. Well, long con, spring con is 99% locked in, but it's not 100% locked in. We have to explore the Tyler a little bit. Ink's not on paper yet, you know, for long con two in Longview. And uh, don't get me wrong. We love Tyler, and Tyler loves us. uh, They like our stuff, you know. And we've already mentioned them, but Geek World over there with Mark, he is a fantastic person to work with he gives us so much support and so much support to the local gaming community and just he's given us some good ideas even i'll say he's great i can't say enough good things about him i want to kiss on him (laughs) yeah well if i could move one of the friendly local game shops over here yeah if i could put him on the you know end of my street i'd love it we need like geek world east over here i would be there every day spending my monies but anyway yeah yeah i just yeah and and even say what you will, I mean, uh, I've had some dealings with Ground Zero. They seem pretty cool. I like them, you know. Yeah, I can't. Right, you know. Yeah, exactly. But it's... I mean, but Mark, yeah, we love Mark. Um. So yeah, but yeah, Tyler. I mean, obviously, can support multiple game stores. They they do. We know there's gamers there. It's just a neat town, though, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I... All those guys come over, so I don't know if we would get more people over there. And I know our local Longview crew is like, have two in Longview. Yeah. Well, and one thing, and this is also a thought in my mind, was if we had had it in Longview, is the people of Shreveport have already proven the ones that we could connect with are willing to make that short, short drive over mm-hmm. to Longview. And again, now we've got some Tylerites that are like, Longview's not far. They make that short, short drive. So it's it's kind of a nice, happy medium it, exactly it's, yeah. it's kind of the perfect spot between Dallas and Shreveport yeah, yeah. to catch all points in between yes indeed because we have Dallas folks that are willing to make the drive to Longview but just aren't willing to go to Shreveport you know yeah yeah so there is that well it seems like all we got to talk about this week 
was Red River, but that's the real point of this one. Hopefully, we will get you another podcast coming at you very shortly. Maybe we'll pick it up again next week. Yeah, definitely. If you got any feedback, ideas, pointers, you know, in reference to Long Con 2 or, you know. Long Con Spring. Right, exactly. Or ideas for the podcast. Sound off. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. We're out of here. Have a great one. Later, taters.